Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome to Agent Power Huddle. How's everybody today? This fine Wednesday. I know we're all wonderful. I know we are. So, okay, you caught me. I was posting on Facebook. Hey, I'm live. (laughs) So you caught me. You caught me with my phone in my hand. So there you go. Uh, I'm Amy Izzo. If you don't know me, I am a realtor here in the Midwest. I feel like I'm very low in my chair today. I'm in, uh, I cover uh, Indiana and the Chicago area. So too. So that's what I do. I am in my ninth year in real estate and I'm just here to bring you guys some nuggets every week, spill some real estate tea every Wednesday, as I like to say it and um, see what we see what we can do to help you grow your business today. So, um, oh good. I see some people I know logging in. Awesome. So if I'm catching you live today, I'm so excited. Welcome. And if you're catching this on the podcast replay on your favorite podcast provider, I'm so excited to meet you. (laughs) I'm so excited to meet you. Okay. So today our topic is circle prospecting. And I love it. It's so exciting. Circle prospecting. I want, I hope I just get you a little curious and make you a little excited. And if you've done it before and you're like, yuck, I don't want to do it again. Let me help you today. Let me help you circle prospect. By the way, team leaders, you should have your agents do this. And if you have ISAs, they should do it. But if you're not there and you've got buyers agents, this is another way for you to build the team database. And this is another way for agents to build a database for themselves and areas they want to focus on to get them really excited. So as a team leader, one of the things I ask my team to do is pick somewhere they really want to do business. Where, What neighborhood do you want to sell in, right? Um, and let's start to learn the neighborhood through a variety of ways. And then as we learn the market data for the, for the neighborhood, let's consider some circle prospecting and I'll get them to the data and the tools to do that. So um, now here's how I feel about circle prospecting. I am really excited about it because with consistency over time, you can get a lot of different wins from it. A lot of different wins. And it's all about your perspective. So what do you consider a win? We are salespeople at heart. Whether you think you are or you don't, you are. <laughs> We're salespeople at heart. So what gets us the most excited is usually writing those contracts and closing those deals. But a bunch of stuff comes before that, right? A bunch of stuff comes before that. And so we have to identify up front before we start to do any lead generation, we have to decide up front, what am I going to count as a win, right? What is a win? So I have lots of you here alive. I see Kim over there and I see Janelle over there. I see Michelle and I see Helen. So I have lots of you. So what do you think some of your wins could be from circle prospecting? Just unmute and tell me if you were circle prospecting. So just calling around. What would some of your wins be? Someone not hanging up on me? They didn't hang up on you. That's a win. Awesome. I would say if they do hang up on you, it is also a win, Helen, because you know where they stand. And Helen, 
They were not your people. They were not your people, girl. So let them hang up on you and move on. Too bad, so sad for them. What else could be a win in circle prospecting? Setting an appointment. Setting an appointment. What kind of an appointment? Listing console. A listing console, a home valuation, complimentary consult, right? That could be a win. Great. What else could be a win? They could ask to be put into HomeBot, which is like a service that gives them updates on the market. I love you, Janelle. Janelle listens on our huddles when we do them. I love you. So yes, get it. And I'm going to translate that to something different, but we're saying the same thing, Janelle. Getting their email address. Ha ha! And getting, or if you think you have it, getting permission to use their email address, right? So guys, listen to me. Collecting data on these calls is a win. If you don't get a deal, but you get permission to communicate, hot damn, okay? As long as you communicate, that's a win because now you can become top of mind with someone that didn't know you forever, right? Because you've got their email address and you've got permission to communicate with them. So getting a listing consult, that is a win. Someone saying, I want to buy or sell in circle prospecting, that is a win. Someone saying, geez, I don't know anybody and I don't have any interest, but yes, I'd like your market update, your newsletter, your complimentary home value, that is a win. Here is my email address. So you can give me those things, that is a win. Getting permission to text, that is a win. So when we are circle prospecting, our perspective around our wins has to be right. You have to say, okay, I am calling 200 homes around this new listing today. Yes, 200, I saw eyes, 200. I am calling 200 neighbors around a listing today. Maybe I'll call them over a few days, okay? Let's be real. If I'm making the calls, it might take me a few days, but I'm gonna call 200 people around my new listing. And the wins are gonna be if they give me a listing consult, right? If they say they want a home valuation, if they say, use my email and yes, send me your market update. Yes, send me your newsletter, whatever you're offering them. Yes, send me a complimentary home valuation right? Um, if they invite me over for a complimentary home valuation, if they say, well, you know what, Amy, I'd like you, I don't want to sell right now, but I'd like you to look at my house and give me a home valuation. Guys, I'm going. I know I'm not getting a contract today. That's the problem. Are you going to be in business for the next 90 days or the next 90 years, 40 years, 20 years, whatever? You put the time frame on it. Here's what I tell people. I'm not going anywhere. I don't care if you're ready tomorrow or two years from now. I'm still here. So as long as I can get into relationship with as many people as humanly possible, guess what? I'm a winner. I'm going to win. I may not win today with a paycheck, which is what we are focused on. Let's be honest, because you know what? I don't care how many listings or purchases are on my board I'm pointing to over here. It doesn't matter. I always want more. And that's what I initially consider my wins. I have to set my mindset around. I need to build relationships with more people over time 
And that is a win also, perhaps a bigger win. And that's going to fill my pipeline forever. And this, my friends, is how we start building our business, our pipeline in 90-day windows year round. This is how I have been able to beat my income goal every month since month seven of my career for nine, almost 10 years. Every month I beat my income goal and my income goal is not little. It changes every year, right? So it took me six months to make my first paycheck, but I have done that consistently since through lots of strategies. And this is one of them. This is one of them. So it really does work. Um, So I want you, I spend a lot of time on that because I want you to know what your wins are. I'm going to get an email address. I'm going to get invited over, right? I'm going to get a listing appointment. I'm going to get to give them a home valuation. I'm going to get into contact with them. I'm going to get permission to text. Any one of those things, you don't need to get them all on one call, but any one of those things, that is a win. And I would count that. Okay, I called 200 people and I got 10 emails and I have to send out 15 home valuations and four people uh, said they want my um, they want me to text them. Great. Those are wins. That is a winning session that you just did. So first of all, get your mindset right. That's the first part. Second part is what do you need to circle prospect? Well, you need a phone, right? If you have a dialer, great. When I first circle prospected, I had a cell phone. I didn't have a dialer. I didn't have money for a dialer. I didn't understand. And I always talk, I try to talk to everybody, you guys. So I try to talk to those that we have some budget in the bank to spend some money on things. And I try to talk to folks that are like, I don't have a dime. Okay. I want to think because I have been in both positions and in between. Um, so I didn't have money in the beginning. So I just called one at a time and it took me a long time. When I was able to invest some money back into my business, I made sure my CRM had a dialer. So I could have the phone, I could load a list and I could have, could have the phone dialing. So you need a phone line if you have a dialer better because you can make more calls in a shorter period of time. Now, you need contact info. Well, Amy, where am I going to get that? Okay, this is where you're going to need some bucks, right? You don't need a lot of bucks. I promise you it's not super expensive, but you need some bucks. You need to get data from a reliable source. I like RedX a lot. That's what I use. Is there are there other sources? Yes, I have used Coal Realty Resource, and I'm sure there are other resources. What I found is RedX to be more reliable. And I'll just shout out to my friends at Lab Coats. As I was trying the Coals and the RedXs, I was following them because they do this on a bigger scale than I do, and that's one of the ones that they have a lot of confidence in is RedX. And I have also found it to be successful, so I use RedX. RedX is just a service. I don't get any money from them. RedX is just a service that provides you data. So check them out. I'm sure they have some kind of a free trial. See if your brokerage offers it, you know, sometimes depending on who you're with, they might. Um, and get into RedX and you can pull a list. When you sign up with RedX too, they're really great. Like they'll they'll teach you how to pull a list. They'll even give you scripts. They do all kinds of things. But I'm going I'm to hook you up with some scripts today um, as well. So, but I always like to get things from different places and then see, read them and then try them and make them my own. That's what I like to do. So, um, so get a service like RedX. And then basically you can jump in to the system and you can say, I need 300 or 200 addresses around this spot, around this specific address. Helen, I think I saw this. Were you trying to get my attention? 
Yeah, um, I had a question. Are there like different lists that you can get from Red X, like some that are better than others? Because I we I tried that one time and got this one list where I felt like I was just calling everybody and it was like the wrong number and it just was not. There was like yeah. a thousand numbers and really yeah. anything. Is there a caliber of lists? Should we be buying a specific list? So the thing I like about Red X is you're purchasing the system so you can pull your own list. So you're not just buying a list from a service. Mm -hmm. And they have done a couple of things. They've scrubbed the data. And so they tried to get it as accurate as possible. Do I still get wrong numbers? Yes. Mm -hmm. That happens. Or sometimes partial where like the email is missing a lot. So for example, but uh, if I can get a phone number, I'm good, right? Um, And I would say also... um, Usually, usually it is pulling public records. Usually the name, the contact name is right. But there's been a lot of movement over the last couple of years. So I am finding some of the names, the turnover of the names kind of lagging. So I may have the wrong name sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the nice thing about Reddix is once you're in their service and you're subscribing to it, you can pull different kinds of lists. So you can pull your an expired list. You could pull a for sale by owner list, or you can say, give me 200 homes around 123 Main Street. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm focused on today is, you know, how to pull around an address. So when you do that, you're going to get some accurate data and you're going to get some inaccurate data too. I find when I compare a couple of different sources, for me, I find Red X and a lot of my colleagues that do this on a larger scale that, than me say the same thing to be the most accurate, if you will. But there is no 100%. Did that help? So there's no real like specific list that we should go for. Just call them and buy them. And, okay. Yeah, you have options. And I would say it depends. So the last couple of weeks, I, I went over like expireds. Next week, I'm doing for sale by owner. So let me give you guys some ideas. This might help, Helen, for when you're circle prospecting, what kinds of scripts you can use. And that'll determine then, um, depending on the kinds of calls you plan to make, that'll determine how to pull your data. Make sense? Got it. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. So you need a phone line. You need some scripts, which your girl's hooking you up today and you need some contact information. So that you're going to have to get into Red X and try to get. Okay. Now, I just want to say this. What do homeowners care most about? If I own a home, what do I care about? Like if you're selling it, is that the question? Pardon me? If you're selling it, is that the question? Like what, what? do they care about? What do they care Getting about? Top dollar. Getting top dollar, okay, if they're selling, yes. Oh, do you mean in general? In general, what if they're not out in the market or anything? What do we think they care about? I own a home, what are things I care about? Well, my home is worth today. What is my health worth today? I care about that. Maintaining it? Location. Maintaining Mm -hmm. it, yes, location. How about what's for sale in my area, right? No neighbors, yeah. Right, what's for sale in my area? So what's my home worth? How's the market? How many times do people look at you? You're a realtor. How's the market? It's the first freaking question. Everybody asks me all the time. How's the market? My answer is always the same. It's great. (laughs) I always think the market is great because there's always something positive to find in the market. So this is what people care about, right? They care about what's for sale at the highest level. What's my home worth? And how's the market? So that's how we're going to think about um, circle prospecting. So I have personally used four different approaches to kind of address those three questions, okay? I have used just listed, 
Oh, you want to know what's for sale in your neighborhood? Let me call you and tell you that something is listed in your neighborhood. That's one approach. Another approach is what's under contract or just sold in your neighborhood. Because if you care about what's for sale, you might care about what has sold and how that affects your value, right? Also, if you want to pick your neighbors, I think Jess said that, you might want to know that I put something on their contract and I got a bunch of buyers still looking. Do you know anybody that wants to sell a house? Do you want to sell a house? I got lots of buyers. Because that happens, right? You get multiple offers, you do open houses, you get lists of people that are interested. Even if you have one, you've got somebody, right? And you don't have a house for them because there was one house and four people came to your open house, right? Okay. Um, also, hot market. How's the market? Oh, well, let me call and tell you what's going on in our hot market. I also use circle prospecting for open house, just awareness. Like, hey, I'm having an open house. We want the neighbors to come first. You're specially invited. And then I also use it to just find inventory, build my database. Okay, which that one's a little selfish. The other three approaches address what homeowners are interested in, right? What's for sale? How much is my home worth? How's the market? So I want to talk about um, just listed first. If you have a listing or your office has a listing or your team leader has a listing, right? This is an opportunity to circle prospect, right? This is an opportunity. So I have a listing at 123 Main Street. I want to call around the neighborhood and see if I can drum up more business. That's what Amy wants, right? So Amy is going to go into Red X and pull a list of 200 names. Um, I might pull 300, but two or 300 names. So at least 200, you guys, 100 is not enough. So if that freaks you out, I love you. Break it down over days. Pull 200. Okay. I'm just telling you, I'm here for you. Let me give you a big virtual hug. Pull 200. Okay. Pull 200 out. And it does just because you pull 200, by the way, doesn't mean you're going to call 200. Some might have con good contact information. Some might not. Right. So, but pull them out of the database. And then we're going to get on the phone and we're going to call. We're so excited. We're going to dance to our favorite song and get all hyped up and get in a good headspace. So we can make those darn calls, right? And then we're going to pick up the phone and here's what we're going to say. Kim, I'm going to pick on you, Kim. I want to see, you're going to answer your phone, Kim. And I'm going to say, hello. hi, this is Amy with eXp Realty. How are you doing today? Uh, it could be better. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I won't take up too much of your time. Is this Kim? Yes. Hey, Kim. Hey, I just wanted to let you know, we just listed a home in your neighborhood at 123 Main Street for 350000 Usually we find that neighbors in the area, um, they know people that want to move to the neighborhood and, you know, like to pick their neighbors, if you will. <laughs> so we're wondering, do you know anybody that might uh, be interested in moving into your neighborhood? Not in that home. I heard they have about 10 cats and there's a... <laughs> from there so I'm not sure that home would be appealing oh <laughs> I promise we clean up that cat issue it's going to show super nice you know when we have our open house you should come over you should come and see it first you could be specially invited maybe I should yeah because yeah. you cleaned it up I'm sure it shows much better yeah let me 
let me send you that open house info because I want you to see it first and you can see what we did with it. I think you'll be really impressed. What's your email address? Kimberly at KimberlyRandallGroup.net. Say what I did. (laughs) (laughs) That is not my script, but I know my goals, guys. So I'm breaking from from role play, but that's not my script, you know, but I know my goals. And so she said the house is an ugly cat house. I want her to know not anymore. And I want you to come see it, but I want her information, right? So so what I would have said though, if I didn't break is I would have said, okay, okay, great, Kim, let me, I'll get you that information on the open house just so that you have it. Cause I would really like you to see the house and not feel afraid to have um, people move into the neighbor, into the neighborhood. Um, hey, since I'm doing everything that I can to sell your neighbor's home, do you know anybody um, that's looking to move in the community or out of the community? Or are you interested in moving anytime soon? I wouldn't mind finding out the value of my home. Oh, I would love to do that. Okay, I would love to give that give that information to you. Would you like to invite me over to take a look at the amenities that you have so I can put that together for you? Oh, no, no, no. Why do you uh, need to... <laughs> now, I asked that question poorly. I should have asked her when she would like to invite me over. <laughs> She's like, don't come over. That happens a lot, you guys. So like, don't come to my house. Great. No problem, Kim. Sometimes people like me to take a look. Um, if you have a few minutes now, you can just kind of go over with me some of the things that you have. And I can put a nice valuation together for you before I see the house. And then we yeah. would just talk about all the stuff, right? <laughs> so you would you would have agreed to that? Yes, I would have agreed to that. Yes, excuse me. I know I'm playing hardball with you. I love it. Do it. (laughs) Challenge me. So yeah, so that's that's what I would have done. So then I would, if she gave me permission, which she did, I would go over. I don't have time to do the whole role play on this call or I won't get through the rest of the material, but I would go over what the amenities she has in the house. And then I would promise her a time frame in which I would deliver a home valuation. And then you got, and so be, be mindful of what you have to do and when you can be delivering those. If you say you're going to deliver it in 24 hours, deliver it in 24 hours. But if you need 48, say that. They don't care. They don't know how long it takes, right? So unless they're hot to try, but if they are, they're probably going to have you over. So so just tell them the truth and then deliver it early. If I tell them 48 hours, they're getting it in 24. If I tell them 72 hours, they're getting it in 48, right? So um, over or under promise and over deliver, right? Is what you want to do. Um, I deliver my CMAs via video, which we can do on another topic. That could be another topic, Lisa, via video. And I also drop something off at the house. So I let them know I'm going to email it to them, but we'll drop them a hard copy just in case it's easier for you. And when I wrap up the call, that's how I wrap up the call. So that kind of a call, I got her email address. I'm inviting her to the open house. I'm going to send her evaluation. If I kept talking, we might've come up with something else. um, I'd end the call. Make sense? And now I have permission to follow up with her because she's expecting the valuation from me. Make sense? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And she's expecting open house information from me. Um, what I would have done if we kept going to is I would have asked you, I would have just, one thing I would have said to you is wrapped up the call with all my stuff. I would have said, oh, and you know what? I know I'm going to email you that information, but would it be helpful if I text it over to? Yes. Open house? Great. I'll drop you a text. Now I have permission to text you guys. So if I'm going to text her once, chances are I'm going to be able to text her again. 
So before I wrap up that call, I like to get permission to text. Here's the thing. Do I remember to get all this information on every call? No, but the more I do it, the better I get. So if you miss one piece of information, it get, you can get it on a follow-up. It's not a big deal. We get in our own darn heads with the stuff. Get out of your head, right? Do what you can, note what you did well, note what you could have improved on and make that your in your follow-up plan. Good? All right, so that's a just listed call. It's really just that simple. We listed a property in your area. You know best who wants to live there. Who do you know? That's it. It's that simple. And yes, I will get written scripts out and Lisa will attach them to the replay and all the stuff. So, um, so that you kind of can know what else to say. Let's talk about just sold. I love just solds. So if you have sold a house in the neighborhood or a house just sold in the neighborhood, whether you sold it or not, you can still call the neighborhood and tell them that a house in their area sold. You don't have to be the listing agent for that property. You just can't represent that you sold it, right? You just, you're either saying, hey, I just sold this property because you did in the neighborhood, or you're saying this property just sold in your neighborhood. Um, so a script for that would be, you know, something like, hey, this is Amy from EXP Realty. I'm just calling to share with you that we're really excited that we just sold your neighbor's home at 123 Main Street. Um, but we have a problem and I'm hoping you can help. Right. People will go, well, what? You know, <laughs> huh? You know what? Um, we generated so much interest in the property that we have a, several buyers. Sometimes I'll give them a number if I have a number, but you know, I have six buyers all looking in your neighborhood. We only had one house to sell, right? So we have, we have all these people that are looking in your neighborhood. So I'm reaching out to all the neighbors to see if you know anyone that's looking to sell their home this year, or if you're looking to sell your home this year, and then I shut up and see what they say right? No matter what they say to me, if, well, if they know someone, great. I want to try to get that information so I can connect with that person. If they want to sell their house, I'm going to have that home value conversation with them. I'm going to try to come over and give them a home valuation and talk about the listing process, right? Um, if they're not interested, they're like, I don't know anybody and I'm not interested. I'm going to say, great. I love to, I regularly send updates on the market, things that have sold, things that are on sale and home valuations to the neighbors. Would you like me, you know, and I get really great feedback on it. Would you like me to add you to that list? What email address can I use to add you to that list? Right? So if they're not going, they don't know anybody and they don't want to invite me over and they don't want to sell, I can get them their email information and get them added. I'm going to send them a home valuation once a month, home bot, right? I put it in once and they get it every month. And I'm going to send them, I do a newsletter. So I'm going to send them my newsletter every month. I'm going to get permission, but I'm going to do that for them. Sometimes people will say no, but generally people say, sure. They would love information about um market their either their home value or what's going on in the market in their neighborhood. I saw Jess and then Janelle. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Um, so I saw that as part of your follow-up, there's a newsletter um, that you'll send via email. Um, what other follow-up attempts do you make in your database going forward? 
So what I do is I do a weekly newsletter out to anyone that has opted in for the newsletter. I used to do monthly, but I've changed that to weekly. It's a one page, one sided, and it was delivered via email. Um, just seller, they're just, I'm gearing it towards homeowners, this particular one, and that's who we're talking about today. So some weeks it's it's a whole page on seller tips. Some weeks it's uh, specific information on what's going on in that neighborhood in that market. So that's one thing that I do. I also do a video once a month, which is a market update on the greater market area. So they get a video where they could see my face and hear my voice as well. Do you do that through BombBomb or HomeBot? I use BombBomb for my market update and it goes, but everything to record it, but everything gets sent out through my CRM. So I have to do one bomb bomb and it goes to the list of people that I identify it for automatically. You know, I just have to put it in the CRM and that gets sent out. So I can schedule things. Okay. I can do it when I have time and I can schedule things. So newsletter weekly, market update monthly, um, uh, via video. Newsletter is just an email. Um, I have mailed in the past. I'm not currently mailing. Um, I am though doing, I mean the newsletter. I'm not currently mailing the newsletter. I do do postcards though. I want, so here's my goal. I want everybody to see me in their mailbox, in their email, on paper and on video, right? I want to call them. I want to try to reach them on the phone at some point. And I'd love to be on social media with them. Do I always get all of those? No, but that's where I'm trying to get to with everybody. I want to be everywhere they are without them thinking I'm stalking them. <laughs> what do you do if this lead, like, let's say you put them in your system, right? I guess more so just on a longer term, you have them on newsletters, you send them market updates. Um, let's say it's like two years later. Mm -hmm. Do you continue your efforts the same? Forever. Okay. Unless they tell me to go away by saying unsubscribe or a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> if they unsubscribe, that's actually a great, um, that was one of the reasons I was asking. So if they put unsubscribe, buy or die, if they put unsubscribe in the care. emails um, and you do have their phone number, do you just take them off the newsletter and then still call them or do you just scrub them from your system completely? Um, I will not scrub them from my system completely because I believe they just don't want to see the email. They have not told me not to call them or text them. Okay. So I will continue calling them or reaching out to them through all the vehicles that I have until they tell me to turn them all off. Okay. So, and I do have people that are like, I just don't want to get any more emails. And, but they, they're not done with me. I think sometimes we read unsubscribe as negative and we mm -hmm. want to take them out of the database. I remove no one from the database. If you unsubscribe, you just stay in on a list of people I shouldn't contact anymore. Or, or if you've told me like, don't contact you through any way, you become a do not contact. But I keep you in my database because you could creep back in there later. Um, if I take you out, you could creep back in there later and then be mad because you realize you told me not to contact you, right? So I leave them in there on a do not contact list if they like say, never call me, text me or email me. I think I've had that happen 
seven or eight times, honestly, my whole career where someone's like, don't ever contact me anyway. I get lots of unsubscribes from people because I geofarm as well, where I just, oh, I have your information. So I'm just going to send you and see if you're interested. Right. So, and let them opt in or opt out. So I get, do get unsubscribes because some people just aren't interested, but I don't see that as a negative if they unsubscribe from the email. But if I have their information, we're still going to call them. And sometimes someone that unsubscribed from email will engage on the phone. Or we'll engage in a text. It's just how figuring out how they like to communicate is how I look at it. Okay, cool. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Janelle, what you got? Okay, I'm just wondering, it's like more so towards your newsletter. So like you are, you have your license in two different states. I can call you at 10. I'll be on the road, Kwame. Do you need me to be in front of my computer though? Question mark. Ooh, let's meet. I want to mute that person. Okay. Go ahead, Janelle. You, no, I'm, I'm saying like since you're in two different states, how do you... How do you generate like a newsletter for like, cause you have to change it when it's in a different area, correct? Or do you just make it super general? Cause I've been wanting to do a newsletter, mm -hmm. but I just don't know like where to start. Cause there's so many different markets that I touch. So, so like, okay. So like my nap, my last weekly newsletter was why experts say the housing market won't crash. And it's just a page for me about that. Right. Okay. So I can send that to any market. That's not market specific. Now, when I do a video market update, I have to do one for Illinois and one for Indiana. I do, I, I don't, everybody does it different. So you got to figure out your area. I do Northwest Indiana and then I do Chicago Southland. I don't do one town like the town of St. John. Some people in my okay. market, they just focus on one town. And that's okay. I just do it a little differently. So in that case, I do have to do, area specific market updates, but that's just a video once a month. The okay. regular newsletters, whether you do them weekly or like I do, or you do a monthly can be very general. So that was my last one. And I'm trying to see what else did I do recently? Um, that makes and, sense. Yeah. I, and I've done, I'm like, um, uh, how to get your home, like top three ways to get your home ready for market. So I've done things like that as well. Market shift can be a newsletter, Kim said, absolutely. So. Okay, that makes sense. So I guess like the stuff off of our coffee and contract stuff can be converted into that. So that makes sense. Okay, that's awesome. Because I really did want to get into that. And it was a thought. I just did not really like hone it in and put it together. So yeah. that was helpful. Okay, I have run myself right out of time. Um, let me say this, you guys. I'm so sorry. Let me say this. Um, so we caught, we talked about just sold. We talked about just listed. Um, another um, quick, I just want to give you one more quick script. I'm going to jump in my, on my notes. Um, another quick script is um, just... Um, like a hot market script and you can adjust this depending on what's go like specific to how you want to say what's going on in your market. Um, but I continue to find, even though there is more inventory, I continue to find where I serve. There's still a lot of buyers. I still, the inventory is better, but I still have a ton of buyers. I can't find houses for it. Right. So that's a, also a good call to make in a very easy script. Hey, this is Amy Izzo. I'm a realtor in the neighborhood. I'm calling for your help. Right. And they'll go, yeah, like they'll be confused. Sometimes they'll hang up, but they'll go, yeah, okay. And I'll say, okay, well, there's been a high turnover rate of homes in your area. Lots of people are moving. And I have, you know, four buyers that are interested in buying your area, or I have a lot of buyers that are interested in buying your area. Uh, I, I know that I sell home. Here's what I tell people I know that I sell homes. Uh, for faster for top dollar uh, with at least dresses with at least 
as little stress as possible. And I'm wondering if you know anybody that's looking to sell their home in the next 12 months or buy a home in the next 12 months, right? Um, you can insert what you're good at. And I and you shouldn't be afraid to do that. I tell people all the time, my superpower is I sell homes faster for more money with the least stress possible. I never say no stress because it's not possible, right? So, but somebody might say, I sell homes for less headache. I sell homes. So whatever your data is around your around, around what you sell. And if you're a new agent, you don't have data, what is your office good at? Use your brokerage, what they're good at. Use your office. So use your mentor. So my team, my team members can use my success. This is what our team does. They can just talk about the team. Um, you don't have to lie, you know, until you have your own data, use your team's data. Just talk about it as your team data. Um, you and your time frame can be, you can say 30 days, you can say 90 days, you can say this fall, this winter, by Christmas. It doesn't matter. So what are you looking for? Think about that with your scripts. You can change it. You, next 12 months, you can build a longer pipeline. And maybe people that you know would answer the question, no, I don't know anybody that are that's looking in the next 30 days, might say yes to a question around 12 months because maybe they're thinking about selling in six months, right? Or maybe their kid is looking to buy in eight months. So it depends on how we ask the question. Is one better than the other? No, you have to just kind of figure it out. I like to use 12 months personally, unless I am looking for something very specific in a neighborhood um, because I'm trying to fill the pipeline for the next year, right? And I'm trying to do it in 90 day kind of uh, buckets. I'm always working 90 days in the future. So bye, Helen, take care. Um, I know I'm running over, guys, I'll wrap up. So I just wanted to give you guys that additional script as well. Um, and when I send out the written scripts, there'll be more in there. So we could do a part two. It just can't be next week, Lisa. We could do a part two and cover some other circle prospecting scripts since I've run out of time. I always do that. I overbuild you guys. So I hope you found some value. Have a great, great Wednesday. And let me know if you guys do some circles prospecting, let me know what your wins are. Message me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram. Let me know. I'm interested. I want to see um, how you have success with some of this stuff. So take care. Have a great day. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you, Amy. Bye, everybody. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.